Frankie, come, come on. Frankie, come. Good boy, good boy. Sit, good boy. Down, down, good boy. And stay, stay, good boy. How about you? Can you sit down and stay for the next half hour? This is Spotlight on Assistance Dogs. Hello there, and welcome to the August 2021 edition of Spotlight on Assistance Dogs. I'm Devon from Canada. Let's begin with a rendition of a song that was first recorded back in 1953 by Webb Pierce. And uh, this cover is by John Morris, who actually is my next-door neighbor here in Peterborough, Ontario, Canada. And he and his wife are both graduates of Leader Dogs for the Blind, and uh, they certainly do a lot of I'm Walking the Dog. I'm a walking the dog and I'm never blue. I'm a walking the dog. I ain't thinking about you. I don't need no one to tie me down. I'm a walking the dog and I paint the town. Such an easy life. I Till the day that I left you But I'm a carefree lad That's seen the light I'm a walking a dog All the day and all I just can't grow old I've got a one-track mind So I've been told But I'm fancy free I don't worry no how And I'm walking a dog All the law will allow Such an easy life I never knew I can't believe really true But I'm a carefree lad That's seen the light I'm a walking a dog All the day and all night Yeah, I'm walking a dog All the day and all know that this has been the hottest summer on record here in the Northern Hemisphere, but it certainly has felt that way. There have been wildfires and personal medical emergencies caused by 
excessive heat and humidity and I don't think I've ever heard as much about that sort of thing in the news as I have this past summer. And of course the heat and humidity can also have a drastic effect on our guide and service dogs. So here's a, a brief article about how you can tell when your dog is overheating. And uh, it also contains some advice about what you can do. Six signs your dog is overheating. Written by Jennifer Summerfield, DVMCPDT co-veterinarian, certified animal behaviorist. If you're like many dog owners, you probably enjoy outdoor activities with your pup in the summertime. Most dogs love long walks, trips to the park and games of fetch on sunny days. Or perhaps your dog likes to sunbathe in the backyard while you're at work or accompany you in the car when you run errands. Although there's nothing wrong with outdoor fun, it's important to be aware of the risks. Just like humans, dogs can suffer from heat exhaustion or heat stroke and the consequences can be deadly. To help keep your best friend safe, make sure you know what to watch for. Dogs can't tell us when they are getting overheated, so keep a close eye on your pup for these warning signs. 1. Excessive panting that does not resolve within a few minutes of stopping exercise. 2. Bright red or blue slash purple gums. 3. Thick, foamy saliva often a sign of dehydration. 4. Staggering, stumbling or falling down. 5. Vomiting or bloody diarrhea. 6. Mental confusion, acting disoriented or having seizures. If you're concerned that your dog may be suffering from heat exhaustion or heat stroke, immediately move him to a cooler area and get him to a veterinarian as soon as possible. You can help bring his temperature down by pouring tepid water over his body and putting him in front of a fan. It's important to seek veterinary care promptly because heat stroke can have fatal consequences even after the body temperature has returned to normal. Affected dogs can develop a life-threatening bleeding disorder called dissemination intravascular coagulation dick as a result of heat related damage to the body's tissues which may take several hours after the initial heat stroke to be evident you can help reduce your dog's risk of heat stroke by following these simple guidelines bullet plan outdoor activities such as walks and games of fetch for the coolest parts of the day usually first thing in the morning or late in the evening just before dark bullet if your dog stays outside make sure that he has plenty of shade and access to fresh water at all times bullet in the summer never leave your dog alone in an enclosed vehicle. It only takes a few minutes on a sunny day for temperatures to reach dangerous levels. Brachycephalic breeds short-nosed dogs such as pugs, shih tzus, and English bulldogs are at an increased risk of heat stroke because they cannot dissipate heat through panting as effectively as dogs with longer noses. So if you have a brachycephalic pup, take extra care. These dogs should never be exercised outdoors when it's hot or humid. Well, it's been a couple of years, at least, since we heard from the International Association of Assistance Dog Partners, and uh, I had the chance to have a chat with Megan Kennedy, who is the current treasurer of the organization, and uh, so she described what the organization is all about. Well, hi there, Megan, and welcome to the program. Thank you for having me. So can you give us a little bit of history before we find out uh, about any new uh, initiatives? Can you give us a bit of a history of the uh, International Association of Assistance Dog Partners? 
Of course, yes. So it's a cross-advocacy disability organization um, that's aimed at helping folks partnered up with assistance dogs. And so we support um, our members in a variety of ways, any sort of advocacy related to laws surrounding assistance dogs, particularly in the United States, Um, but we are international. Um, And so just recently, for example, we had a couple of laws passed or changed, I should say, in the United States surrounding air travel with assistance dogs and with emotional support animals. Um, And so we were able to participate in the rulemaking part of that. And what I mean by that is we were able to submit comments when the legislature proposed those regulations, we were able to submit comments. Um, So we participate in activities like that. We also provide, uh, if people become members, we also provide a variety of discount services, um, one of which would be through a wonderful partner we have in Nutramax, and they are a company that provides supplements such as um, omega-3 oil, uh, joint supplements, so they'll provide us, our members, with a discount Um, We also have programs with Bayer um, that provide discounted flea and tick products and a variety of other membership uh, initiatives as well. Mm -hmm. Do you have any um, international initiatives underway? So at the moment, we don't. Due to COVID, that's been a little difficult. Um, We haven't been able to travel, obviously, as many folks would know. Um, but we do have a partner in the UK who is, has been working on some advocacy issues. We, she's been keeping us in the loop. We're not intricately involved in that, but we do keep tabs and, um, you know, provide our support as best we can. Yeah. Do you uh, try to, uh, um, provide input for, uh, legislation in other countries as well, or? Yes, when we can, um, their their legislation is run a little bit differently than it is in the United States. So they're not always open for comment the way that the United States is. Um, but when they do become available and when we are aware of them, yes, we will participate to the best of our ability. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you uh, you cover all sorts of service dogs? Do you? That's correct. Yes. So um, I have a hearing dog, for example. Yes, for example, exactly. I do um, guide dogs, psychiatric support dogs, um, service dogs, pretty much any dog that qualifies under um, the standards of providing a task to a disabled handler, we would um, cover. PTSD dogs too? Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's good. Yes. Uh, so uh, do you have any uh, new initiatives um, uh, going in, in the States at the moment? Or what are your uh, uh, major um, fronts that you're working on? Yeah. So right now we, um, we've had a couple of our board members actually step down due to illness. Um, and so we, the, it's just a team of three right now. And so we are trying our, 
our very best to just kind of keep things going. COVID has been difficult um, for everybody and um, we are not exempt from that. It's been hard to travel, to mm-hmm. go to conferences and meet people. Um, you know, it's we haven't been able to do a lot of fundraising in the communities because it just hasn't really been safe to do that. Um, but we are still working on putting out our newsletter. Um, we hope to go to print by the end of this month. Um, so if folks are interested in that, that um, will hopefully come out later this year. Um, and we're working on kind of our new plan moving forward. Once it's safe to travel again, we'd really like to get back in the community, travel to conferences, um, you know, develop relationships with veterinarians and see if we can, uh, you know, work out partnerships with them. Uh, So we have a lot of things that we want to do, but we need to make sure we wait till it's safe. Definitely. Yeah. So is is the newsletter uh, called Partners Forum? Yes, yes. So I have been working on that um, this summer, and um, it's a great collection of a variety of different articles from lots of different people. So we have a lot of folks who like to write about topics such as traveling with assistance dogs. Um, We have a really neat article coming about um, grief and assistance dogs, so kind of handling how do you manage when you lose one dog and you bring another in to start working with you and all the emotions that come with that, of course. And um, we also try to provide sort of legislative updates. So there'll be some information about the Air Carrier Access Act, which is in the United States. Um, And if we hear anything internationally, we'll try to include that as well so that folks can be aware. All right. And um, in what formats do you provide Partners Forum? Um, it's provided via print. So like quite literally a physical copy that'll come to your mailbox. Mm -hmm. Um, it's also provided online so you can read it, um, you know, on an iPad or a tablet or right on the computer, if that's what you prefer. How much is membership and where can people apply? Yeah. So we, the easiest and probably the fastest way to do that would be to go online um, if you have access to a computer and the internet. So the website is pretty uh, straightforward. It's quite literally just I-A-A-D as in dog, P as in partners, dot org. um, And that should get you right to our website. Um, As far as membership goes, I just, I would like to warn folks, not warn, but I would like to explain to folks, there is a application process. So we just want to make sure that, um, you know, that everybody is who they say they are. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's at the moment, it's a, if you are a new member, meaning you have never joined us before, it's $40 um, a year, but we do offer a kind of discount if you want to go ahead and purchase three years it'll be 80 so it's you basically get a year for free if you do it that way yeah yeah uh-huh. yeah and so you kind of vet out the person to make sure that they are as you say who they say they are do, do you know how long it is between say application and uh, approval yeah, so that could vary depend, kind of, you know, depending on the circumstances. I wouldn't I don't think I could give you a hard and fast number, but it's mm-hmm. definitely 
um, if you're able to do it online using a credit card or um, PayPal, it's going to be a little bit faster turnaround. Um, I believe we aim to be somewhere within the six to eight week range, um, but our membership coordinator um, would have a better kind of, yeah, she'd be able to give you a firm answer on that. Oh, yeah. Uh Yeah. And uh, is there anything else that I should have been asking you about that you'd like to talk about with regard to IAADP? I think you've, you've really got it. I would just say that, you know, we're a small group, um, but we care a lot about this topic. We, we definitely, you know, we're all volunteers. We do this um, because we love it. And, you know, we all have our own jobs outside of this. Um, But I know I can speak for myself that, uh, it's something that is valuable. It's a, a valuable resource and it's, we all, you know, everybody on the board currently um, has an assistance dog. So we really do get it. We really do. Uh, we live and breathe these issues just as much as our members do. Right. And, and how many members do you think that you have at this point? We are somewhere in the 1200 range right now yeah so we have a good you know a solid membership base um I could be wrong on that I'm I'm trying to remember but I I just recently wrote out a proposal so I know that um it was somewhere within the I believe it was between 12 and 1400 but it could be could be off but I think that's around where we're at well that sounds like a pretty good base (laughs) (laughs) they're great so people should once again go to iaadp.org, O-R-G, right? Yes. You can uh, also find us on Facebook. Okay. Terrific. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for chatting with us. And uh, I'm, I'm glad to see people with all types of service dogs working together. I think we need to do that. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. And I I couldn't agree more. I think, um, you know, we, we may have some differences, but at the end of the day, we're all working with, with dogs and we all want to make sure that we get what we need and make sure that we're safe in public. Um, So I, I really do think it's important that we try to work together as much as we can. Well, all the best of luck and uh, let me know if anything uh, new is happening that you want people to know about. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Do you realize that the upcoming Paralympics won't be covered nearly as extensively? Not to worry, though, because once again, the global voice will come to the rescue. Beginning August 23rd and for the duration of the Paralympic Games, I'll be doing a daily podcast called Paralympic Update. I'll be featuring articles about athletes, up-to-date medal counts, and perhaps even the odd interview. You'll be able to enjoy the podcast by checking the program gallery each day or by using your favorite podcasting software to ensure that the podcast goes straight into your inbox. That's 
Paralympic Update, provided for your listening pleasure by the Global Voice, radio for all. Speaking of the Paralympics, one note that I should make here, which would be of particular interest to listeners, is that there will be at least one guide dog over in Japan. There could be others. I know that uh, Victoria Nolan of Toronto is going to be taking her service, her guide dog, Alan. And uh, there might be, now Victoria is uh, a blind rower and she will be interviewed on Paralympic Update. She doesn't say a whole lot about Alan, but uh, she does mention him. And there is a triathlete that I think is going over as well. Uh, There may be more, and I do hope that if you know of more, uh, perhaps you can let me know by sending an email to spotlight at theglobalvoice.info. That's spotlight at theglobalvoice.info. That goes for anything that uh, you hear about guide hearing and service dogs. I'd love to know what's going on anywhere around the world. So please do send me an email, spotlight at theglobalvoice.info. Now the one thing that Megan and I made a very passing reference to, but didn't uh, uh, look into any further, is that uh, Megan uh, does have a service, a hearing dog, I should say, and... uh, His name is Sir, (laughs) S-I-R. And uh, so what better song to play after that interview but to Sir With Love? And we'll finish with Walter Brennan's tribute to a dog. Thanks so much for listening and... I do hope that you'll join me again on the third Friday of December, which I believe is the 17th of September. Did I say December? I mean September, of course. Anyway, until then, have a wonderful month. Take good care of yourself. Talk soon. Bye for now.
one absolutely unselfish friend that a man can have in this selfish world, the one that never deserts him, the one that never proves ungrateful or treacherous, is his dog. A fellow's dog will stand by him in prosperity or poverty, in health or in sickness. He will sleep on the cold ground where the winter winds blow and the snow drives fiercely. If only he can be near his master's side. He'll kiss the hand that has no food to offer. He guards the sleep of his pauper master as if he were a prince. When all other friends desert, well, that dog remains. When riches take wings and reputations fall to pieces, he is as constant in his love as the sun is in its journey through the heavens. Now, if misfortune drives the master forth, an outcast in the world, friendless and homeless, the faithful dog asks no higher privilege than to just be with him to guard against danger and to fight against his enemies. And when the last scene of all comes, and death takes the master in its embrace, and his body is laid away in the cold ground, no matter if all other friends pursue their way, there by the graveside will the noble dog be found. His head between his paws, his eyes sad, but open in alert watchfulness, faithful and true, even, even in death. Sean Klein, regular host of Everything But The Kitchen Sink here on The Global Voice, and on the fourth Friday of every month, I'll be bringing you Odds and Sods, a half-hour monthly show featuring interesting things and curiosities I've found on the internet, touching on a variety of subjects, from humanity's first recordings of its own voice in the 1850s, the federal government bouncing shortwave signals off the moon, an old World War II era film about the use of radio during the war, auditory illusions, alternate musical scales, what noise does an ostrich make, a dinosaur? We'll be exploring these and much more on Odds and Sods. 1730 UTC, every fourth Friday of the month, here on the Global Voice. Check the program schedule for repeats. On the second Friday of every month at 17.30 UTC, one of our presenters will bring you something special. Presenter's Choice. Each of us here on The Global Voice take turns, giving it our own personal touch. So we hope you'll drop by and give it a listen. That's Presenter's Choice on the second Friday of every month at 17.30 UTC, only on The Global Voice. Check the program schedule for repeats.